Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have a few little scoop du jours for you. But before we get started, Emily, what is new? Oh, we're diving right in. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. I feel like that's how I start off every episode. Here's my deal Here's this my week. whole deal. I have been feeling honestly really good about myself lately. Good. And just like confident in my skin. Like really good and confident in my skin. Mm-hmm. But every so often, you know, I still wake up some mornings and I'm like, who the fuck am I? Mm-hmm. Why do people want to listen to me? Like who would even want to listen to me? I look like scum on the bottom of someone's shoe. Okay. You know, just normal, just normal everyday stuff. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, I was having over the weekend, I think it was over the weekend, I was having a good day. I was feeling good. I looked hot. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of myself in my backyard with a front-facing camera. Mm-hmm. And it's just me in my backyard in front of a bunch of leaves, very... um green goddess okay you know and then i posted it to instagram and i kind of made a joke like oh i look so pretty like everyone's gonna fall in love with me (laughs) very obviously like joking because i don't think that everyone's in love with me just most people Mm -hmm. and i got a lot of likes and a lot of comments and i was feeling good feeling good but then the next day Uh i wake up And I'm just having a bad self-image day. I'm just Mm -hmm. having a bad, I just don't feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. I become so incredibly anxious Mm -hmm. that I posted this picture Mm -hmm. that I wrote like, oh, watch everyone fall in love with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I start posters remorse. Yeah, it was posters remorse, but it was also like, who the fuck do I think I yeah, am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of feeling. And I was like, Because oh you my don't God. feel the same about yourself that day as the day before. Exactly. And that is Post body dysmorphia. No, oh, body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. Yeah. Body dysmorphs. Body dysmorphs. <laughs> no, it's like literally being able to feel amazing about yourself one day and then horrible about that same exact person. Yeah, next. and I, I've physically. Tried, physically. I mean, it's on the inside too, but it does manifest itself physically. And I I have tried to explain this. And this is why I think body dysmorphia is a little bit different than just having 
low self-esteem. Yeah. Which I also have. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like one day I can feel so good about myself. I can think I, I look so hot and sexy and everybody needs to be graced with my image. Mm-hmm. The next day I could wake up and feel like I am a fucking fraud. Mm-hmm. Who is that in mm-hmm. that picture that I posted? That's not me. Somebody's going to see that and then they're going to see me in person and they're going to think I'm fucking ugly mm. and a liar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where my mind goes. So do you ever feel that way about people that you know that like you see them online and then you think that they're a liar? Literally never. Never. Okay. Never. Yeah. Like I mean, I work in entertainment also so it's different like You do? Uh, yes, Remy. Oh, I don't cool. know if you know this cool, cool, about cool. me. <laughs> Wait, what do you do for work? Not oh, in your I'm, dreams. I do a podcast. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> we should collab sometime. Yeah. I mean, I have, most of my friends post a lot, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes I'll be like, wow, this bitch is posting a lot, you know? But okay. usually, but but I never have that thought, like, oh, this person, like, looks so good in her Instagram pictures and she looks like shit in person. Mm. I don't I don't personally think that. Mm. But I know that undoubtedly there are some people who think that. I mean, I have personally thought that before. Yeah. I try not to think that way but it, now. But it's not like... But, yeah, no, I, I've had the same thing where it's like, oh, I don't want somebody to think. But also, who cares? Who cares at the end of the day? And this is... Like, wh- they're going to think you're... Di- like, I, I did a thing the other day on Instagram where I posted with, like, a bunch of tall comics I was on a show with. And I that, saw that. It was like, so cute. <laughs> yeah. You are half the size yes. of everyone. Yeah. And they're very tall men, but I'm also a very short person. And it, like, blew people's minds just because I guess a bunch of people thought I was taller than I am. Yeah. So it's you, like you are uh, read taller. Thank you. I Do think you guess I got a big head? I don't know if that's the reason or maybe it's just it's it's your internal presence. I don't know what it is. But in photos, you yeah. definitely come off taller. Interesting. But yeah, yeah it's like p- your people are going to perceive you differently no matter what. Like, no matter what. There's nothing you can really do. So what did you do about your well, your photo? Well, th- I mean, that was eventually what I came around to, but it took a full day. Mm-hmm. It took a full day of like, why do I feel so anxious? And also like, who fucking cares? It's fucking Instagram. Mm-hmm. Literally. Cares? It's not a thing. It's not a thing. And nobody even cares what you posted yesterday. Like nobody cares. Okay. Yeah. And this is me talking to myself. Yeah. But it was just the anxiety, like feeling like a fraud, feeling like I'm hideous. I just didn't, I I just wasn't feeling myself mm-hmm. that day. So I archived it. I archived it like almost immediately because I was like, I can't have this up on my feed. Mm. And then- but archiving is good because you can always change your mind. You can always change your mind. Mm-hmm. And then on, I kind of was talking about it on my story and I was, I was like, this is so embarrassing, but like- has this ever happened to you guys? Like you post something and then you get anxious about Mm -hmm. something you posted. So many people were in my DMs saying, yeah, I never post to Instagram because it stresses me out. Mm -hmm. Like I have the same thoughts, especially if it's, you know, me being a little like coquettish or me being a little um, like making a joke, Mm -hmm. you know, because not everybody's going to take it that way. And this is somebody, somebody specifically said that to me, like, I've had the same experience, like, don't feel bad about it, where, like, you think you're being cheeky, but then you're like, what if people don't read it as cheeky? Mm -hmm. What if they think I'm being serious and then they see me in person and they're like, she's not that hot, you know? 
like yeah but at the end of the day it's like it's your intention like you know you meant it to be cheeky right you know you meant like that you really felt good that day it's something that you posted because you wanted to like have this little moment in time captured yeah so now like I'm feeling much better about it now but I I really did not feel good about it I also I've I've been thinking about this a lot related to social media I use social media now so differently than I used to. And content is just like different than it used to be. But I used to post a lot, just Mm -hmm. like selfies, my outfits. Like Mm -hmm. I used to, like whenever I felt good about myself, it really empowered me Mm -hmm. to post, you know, what I looked like that day. Now, Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Like now I'm starting to feel differently than I used to feel Mm -hmm. because I feel like almost like I'm objectifying myself in a way. Interesting. I don't always feel that way. But sometimes. No, I I understand. There's sometimes that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so hot today and I want to post this or whatever. But then I'm like, hmm going to turn too many people on and I don't (laughs) know but like I don't want I don't I don't want siblings seeing it I don't want friends that don't want to be attracted to me seeing it and like that is such a weird thought because it's like they see me all the time you know people already have their feelings about you I don't think one picture is going to make them be like no but I think that's where it comes from it's like they have they feel a certain way about me and they perceive me a certain way but but so if I post this thing, then what if it's not how they perceive me? Is that weird? Or like something about that sometimes feels weird. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you're not just one thing. You're many different things. Yeah. So you can be in a certain mood or, or expressing part of your personality one day and then another day. So like, I think that's less of an issue. What I'm saying is like, sometimes it just doesn't, feel that good when I post something and like obviously I think I look good and I'm posting it because I for the fun of posting it and let's be honest to have something to post because it's dopamine yeah um but then when people comment under it like oh my god you're perfect or like oh my god I am in love with you (laughs) that starts making me go oh my god well Maybe this picture is too good. Mm, Then you get imposter syndrome. Yeah, because like I'm not perfect. and But really like, okay, and I'm not trying to take away from your perfection. But there are so (laughs) many times that I will comment my friends are perfect. And I don't literally mean everything about it's like they're my friends. And so do I. They're being kind. So do I, Remy. Yeah. So it's not even like this is nothing against the person who commented. Oh, my God, you're perfect. Because I say that, too. I'm 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 in. Everybody's comments all day, slay queen. I'm literally dead on the floor. But you're not. But I'm not. And everybody knows that and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It just, it triggers my anxiety sometimes because yeah. I'm like, oh, but I'm not perfect. <laughs> the first time I ever posted a TikTok, a bunch of people commented FYP on it, which is for you page because they were oh, yeah. trying to push it to the for you page. I didn't know what that meant and I thought they were insulting me. And Fuck I didn't you. post for like, Four more months. Did you think it was fuck you something? Fuck you pussy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I literally was like, oh my God, they hate me on this app. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then how long until you posted a TikTok again? Like four months or something wow, like that. Wow, yeah. yeah. No, and, but- and I learned the vernacular by that point because people were saying, FYP, FYP. 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy that you know what FYP means now. Um, I barely know what that means. <laughs> and there are a lot of things that I don't know. What I, I used to think LOL Fuck meant... you, pussy. I used to think LOL meant lots of love. My like, mom, for quite a long time. <laughs> my mom used to work in a hospital as a nurse, and she said LOL was little old lady. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cute? That is so like cute. LOL. That is so cute. Yeah. Spotted LOL on 50 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I mean, I'm over it now and I'm back to feeling good. But damn, like that was not a fun headspace to be in mm-hmm. where like in my mind, everybody was laughing at me. <laughs> and really nobody was. And then some people... Some people DM me saying like, I loved that post. Like, I thought it was hilarious and I thought you looked great. And like, oh, and then one person said to me, I just don't understand. How is that any different than the other shit that you post? Mm. And I was like, you're right. It's not. (laughs) And that kind of made me feel at home again. Good. I love that. But yeah, you know. We all have our days, guys. We all have our days. I had posters remorse. Please slide into my DMs and tell me your poster remorse stories because it's just not something that I ever thought about. And now I'm realizing it is very much a real thing and something that we all need to band together to eliminate. My my friend recently was telling me that she feels weird about posting her boyfriend because she's like, but what if it doesn't work out? And I'm like, but like you guys are very much in the space where it is working out. And so like you should be able to like, First of all, posting doesn't mean anything, but if you want to- No, it means it's forever. (laughs) No, but if you want to like enjoy your joy and like your current life, like post with the intention of like right now, not like how will I like this in the future because you can always archive and like- Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I also, I don't know what camp I would be in um, as far as like deleting pictures of an ex- um, I think it depends. It probably depends on how you leave it with that ex. Right. Like, you well, know, that's what, what she was saying. She's like, I had to do that with my ex. I don't want to do it again. And I'm like, okay, but like, photos. so are you just not going to live your life with this current partner? I mean, I do think there's something beautiful about just having your you relationship You can also just not private. post. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, you know. Have it, people find out you're in a relationship on your wedding day. I love that. Like disarray. I think that yeah, is. I think so, that's very cool. I mean, that's goals. Mm-hmm. Never will be me. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20. 
and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's up with you? Okay, so I have been V-stressed about the impending swimsuit weather. Ah, I don't have any bathing suits that fit me really, that I like, um, that aren't like old and, you know, like that don't... Stretched out. Stretched out or don't bring up some other like uncomfortable memories of wearing them before. So I've been trying to find bathing suits and asking a bunch of, you know, family members or people that like kind of dress like I do and... A lot of people don't have that many suggestions, <laughs> um, which sucks. But then the other day, I saw um, Rayanne Langis, who we met at the Spotify Supper. Oh, we met her in person, and yeah. she was stunning. She's fabulous. Inside and out. Um, but she literally posted two Instagram reels about the bathing suit she wears as a size 14. You so know, they're- she, she's actually done a bunch of them I because, um, yeah, they're they're like, they're swimwear specific mm-hmm. reviews of mm-hmm. different brands mm-hmm. and they're all really cute. Yeah. And she recommended for anybody who's currently looking, Victoria's Secret apparently has a lot of good stuff now. Frankie's bikinis. I don't know how to pronounce this one. It's Montse, M-O-N-T-C-E. And yes. then she also said Skims was surprisingly good. Interesting. So the only one I'm surprised by is Frankie's Bikinis because I have not purchased from there, but I have heard they run very small. But I guess if they have plus sizes, then they might be different. Maybe they run small, but they have a lot of sizes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know um, how many sizes they carry. But in general, swimwear runs so small. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed this? Yeah. And I think part of it is that it stretches out a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've fallen into that trap where like you wear it in the water Mm -hmm. and it becomes so big. Now now your tits are out, your butt cracks out. And like you just bought this bathing suit. That's frustrating. You ruined by a wave and you're nude. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're a beached fucking whale. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen. But then, but then on the other side of it, you're on dry land and it's too tight. So you mm-hmm. don't want to feel uncomfortable that way. I struggled for many, many years. Let me tell you, I can't really help you. I don't think because okay. I know absolutely nothing about supportive tops. Mm. That's just not the world that I, don't I live in. I don't even know if I need like a, that a, much of a support. Oh, as you do much as the coverage. Uh, okay. You know, yeah, I guess I don't really know the difference. Oh, support keeps it up. Yeah. Coverage keeps it covered. Yeah. Like a little wider or whatever. And also like, I don't know, there's just certain types of elastic that dig in a little too much. There's certain types of underwire that I'm like, I would love to, but it's actually going to cut me off in the wrong place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And be uncomfortable. I mean, that... That seems like it would be difficult. I I couldn't, I would never wear an underwire in my bathing suit. Mm. I don't even like padding or anything. I like the brand Solid and Striped. I have a lot of shit from them. 
But again, they run pretty small. Like mm. I, I've been shocked before. And at that, I know for most people, for, you know, most people I know the experience of trying on swimwear is just horrific. Sucks. And yeah. that's part of the reason, like the sizing is just always so askew and you never know what to expect. And just going into like a try on room for the first time in a really long time is it's just like very overwhelming and yeah then like, and those lights are bright you're wearing underwear under because like you have to and that's disgusting but then it's like it's not going to fit exactly no and you can't tell at all what yeah. it's going to look like so i'm just kind of stressing but also i'm excited to look into these brands and i would try on at home I would just buy stuff and then try on at home. Yeah, I like maybe a couple different sizes from a couple different brands. Mm -hmm. You can make a TikTok out of it, you know. Oh, maybe. Um, I don't. I don't know that you are feeling that comfortable. Yeah. But if you were, <laughs> or you could just send it to me. I'll give you my opinion. Yeah. If you want that, but I think that's probably better because just those fitting rooms. The lights. They're, they're just not doing anybody yeah. any favors. And I don't mean in the aesthetic way. I just mean in the emotional way. Like standing under fluorescent it lights. It hurts the head. It hurts my... It's it's not the way that I want to be trying stuff on. Yeah. I much would prefer to, to do it at home. But then... But yeah, it's... You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. But maybe that would be the way to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've told you this or like... I don't tell everybody this. But mm -hmm. I'm kind of... I kind of have a fetish for swimwear oh i might of? have like 200 bathing suits oh that's crazy <laughs> i, have I thought lot. you were saying you were like sexually attracted no, to bathing you know, suits i'm not okay. sexually attracted to bathing suits but you're just very into so i was watching married at first sight the other day uh-huh it was, it was an old season u.s yeah it, i didn't know Ugh. there was an international no version. australia's way better Married at First Sight? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to check it out. No, yeah. it's not a good show. Guys, but it's not a good show. But I'm telling you, it's because U.S. is bad, but Australia is really good. I'll, I'm going to watch yeah. Australia. Yeah, no, Married at First Sight is not a great show, but I just, I watch it to have something to watch. But this girl also shared my bathing suit fetish, and I had never heard somebody explain it the way that she explained it, mm -hmm. and it's exactly what it is. She says, it's like lingerie but it's functional. Yeah. I've never been into lingerie because I'm like, what, what am I wearing that for? They just take it off and they yeah. don't even care. No. Yeah. Also, I'm paying for that? Yeah. No. I am never, ever, and if my boyfriend is listening to this, just take this seriously because it's fucking real. I'm never buying anything with lace on it ever again. You have to buy it for me if you want me to wear it. That's it. Swimwear for me is like a similar, it scratches a similar itch where it's like this cute, like matching thing that you can wear and there's all these different shapes and different looks and different colors and whatever, but it's functional. And I also love smelling them. Like I like taking them out of the drawer and they like smell like what? the ocean. Yeah. Is this, does okay. anybody share this with me? I mean, first I'm just surprised at the love of sets. As we know, you I know. have a history of not liking matching things, and I thought I we know. might be on the same page because I was enigma. always I was always a mix and match. Like oh, I'd see, wear different <clears throat> bottoms and different tops all the time. Yeah, and, and I like would, that look. It really bothered my mom for whatever really? reason. Yeah, she was like, "Why can't you just wear a set?" Oh, um, but like, but I think I always was doing it from a a fit standpoint. Yeah, that it was like like I have to buy different sizes from different bathing suits anyway, like different tops and different size bottoms. 
So I might as well be like incorporating a different fit of top That's, and a different fit of bottom. So you wouldn't even buy the matching set. You would buy them mismatched. Sometimes. Sometimes I would buy them matching and sometimes, yeah. Okay. See, I like to buy But when them. you can buy them separately based on size, like that's my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. And I really don't appreciate when they're sold as a set. Yeah. And so when you have to do that mental math of like, well, do I want it to fit on the top or the bottom or whatever? Mm -hmm. I also have been kind of getting into one pieces as of late. One pieces are great. It's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. And... I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But one of the no. ones that she posted is the Skims one, and it's got short sleeves, and then another one with long yeah. sleeves. And I was like, I think I love that. Yeah, I love a rash guard. Mm-hmm. I love like a sporty look, but I also love like a you know Venus on the half shell, like sexy look. I mean, I love I I I just love Venus on the suits. half shell is naked. <laughs> I love a nude bikini. Oh, okay. What I really want. What I think would complete my collection is like a bright metallic gold bikini. Just like a casual gold bikini. Mm. Do they make make those? I actually saw, I got a targeted ad for one the other day. I did not buy it. Casual gold bikini. A casual gold bikini. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. Send me links. I need (laughs) just just a few that fit. That's what I'm going for. Come over, try some on. No. (laughs) You know, speaking of Victoria's Secret. Mm Mm-hmm. They're doing a rebrand of their fashion show. Yes, I heard this. This this was my impeccable segue into the scoop du jour, Mm -hmm. by the way. They're doing a rebrand of their fashion show. And we all know about the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I mean, I was a religious watcher of the VS fashion show. I I used to watch it and like order in Mm -hmm. and just like, yeah. I'm just eating a burrito, watching the angels. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the new show will bring together a cast of international women creators from four cities across the globe. The VS20 includes filmmakers, musicians, artists, and other creatives with a quartet of fashion designers at its center. All four narratives will come together with a film fashion show that will also feature a fifth segment of Victoria's Secret designed pieces. Oh, and also, like, people are talking about this right now because they're going to be including plus-size models. Yay! Which... I mean, Victoria's Secret has not been well known for inclusion for a very long time. We were talking about this the other day because I actually never really like bought anything from Victoria's Secret, except when they would have those uh, bargain bins Mm. that I used to shoplift from. Mm. But um, (laughs) don't tell my mom. Nona. Uh, (laughs) My shoplifting days are over, but it was actually uh, in the Victoria's Secret bargain bins. But... I actually never, like, I didn't know much about the brand because I didn't shop it, but it makes so much sense to me because watching those fashion shows year after year, all the models were, like, the size Teeny. of my pinky. Yeah. yeah. I, I bought the thongs. That was my first Victoria's Secret purchase was when whale tails were really in. Oh, hell yeah. And I would buy those those thongs, and this was, like, my most, like, athletic body ever and Mm -hmm. they were still so pinchingly tight oh really yeah like and it was just like I felt like too too big at the time you know and I'm like a very small 12 year old person that's so unfortunate yeah but it's like when I saw Rayanne's post I was like oh they must be like doing more inclusive sizing and stuff and it turns out they've they've not just 
done more sizing. It's like this whole campaign to be more inclusive. And yeah, and fired CEOs that were problematic. And if it does have the benefits of actually having these sizes for people, like Rayanne was in this like very like sparkly blue bathing suit it and was I was so like cute. I will forget everything you've ever done to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an internal conflict I think I because I told you that a few years ago I started boycotting Lululemon mm -hmm. and I, I've never bought anything from Lululemon because very similarly the CEO has said some really fucking fat phobic things and has specifically said in the past that they don't want larger women wearing their clothes and there was one um there was a drop of leggings that were pilling in the thighs and he said oh well it's not supposed to be worn by thighs that rub together you know like very offensive things so for several years I was like I will not buy Lululemon mm -hmm. but now they do make plus sizes they do that's how seem... I've been feeling about Victoria's Secret yeah and so I understand like I understand both sides because I'm like, well, yeah. you are making the effort now. Yeah. And you do have the best leggings on the planet. Yeah. So like, can I support you now? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I already, I, I mean. It's like, it's tough to say from an ethical perspective, but I'm always like, okay, you were late to the party, but like, we're glad you're here. Yeah. I'm happy to see that they have more stuff and are doing a rebrand because like, it was such a big part of the culture. Like, it's not yeah. like the Victoria's Secret fashion show didn't exist. It did exist. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see it in an updated way. I'll be excited to see what comes of it. We have another scoop du jour. Megan Fox is one of the covers of Sports Illustrated, and there's a conversation with her where she's talking about her body dysmorphia, and she's saying that she has never, ever loved her body. I saw this, and I was like, wow, there's no hope for any oh, of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I also, I had a flashback to when I was in college. It might have been like the week after I moved in. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote on their whiteboard that was on the door to their dorm room. Megan Fox has a round face and a fat thumb. Uh, and I remember seeing it and being like, are you fucking for real? Yeah. Like, first of all, nothing wrong with having a round face or a or fat, a fat thumb. thumb. Yeah. She also, it's not a fat thumb. She was born with a club thumb. Mm -hmm. It's not like a fat thumb. Mm -hmm. I believe it's just one of her thumbs. But anyway, I remember seeing that and being like, okay, we really need to like take the most perfect woman mm. on the planet. What, yeah, what society deems as the most conventionally attractive, we still have to pick apart that person. And I think them including this, I don't know what the intention was because I saw a lot of different responses to it okay. where some people were like, oh, please, yeah. like shut up and stuff, which I think maybe was like a little baity of the conversation, you know? Uh -huh. But at the same time, it is like a universal thing that I don't remember who said this, but it was in the, the comments of Katie Storino's video on this, that someone was like, for every single person, there is an invisible finish line and it keeps moving no matter what, no matter if you are Megan Fox and you are doing like the most, you have the most unattainable body that, that they want you to strive for. Like even being that person, you still might not be okay because of, what beauty standards do to us mentally. An invisible finish line is a really good way to put it. Yeah. Because that's how I've felt throughout my life. Is mm -hmm. like a lot of and Megan Fox too. And Megan Fox too. It's like you have this idea of what you would love 
mm-hmm. to look like, what state you would love to exist in, mm-hmm. and then you get there and it's not good enough. You just want something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is very, very relatable. She, I mean, she was quoted as saying, I don't ever see myself the way other people see me. There's never a point in my life where I loved my body. Never, ever. It makes me sad because Megan Fox is somebody whose body has not belonged to her for a very long time. When you Mm. think about it, because she embodied the male gaze Mm -hmm. very much so Mm -hmm. probably ever. I mean, I guess ever since Transformers came out, because that was like her breakout. She was the vixen. She was, you know, the Marilyn Monroe type. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what her career has been since then is like she is this object. She's not really a person. She's somebody who reflects what we think is societally attractive she's a sex symbol thank you Mm -hmm. and that's got to be really fucking lonely especially if you don't always love yourself because everybody's saying that you are the standard Mm -hmm. but you don't actually feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. that's really fucking sad to me Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about your instagram post or whatever and like you have the ability to archive but she's probably on so many magazine covers and stuff that like she doesn't own those images. So like they're out there and it's like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Once they're out there. And that I like body dysmorphia is like so very real. Yeah. Like you really can't see yourself. And even like you did, you could see yourself one day. Mm-hmm. But then the next day it feels like it was a lie. Yes. Yeah. And it's I I understand. I really truly do understand the thought process of the people saying, Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Because there have been many points in my life when I would have said, oh, please. But I'm sure so many people say, oh, please, about you. Do you I know, know what I that mean? they do. I know that they do. So, yeah. And and that's kind of my point is like, you're saying, oh, please, because she is this sex symbol, mm-hmm. as am I. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that is actually kind of a prison mm-hmm. because she does not own her own body. And that's just like, it's really fucking sad. I hope that speaking about this was helpful to her. Yeah. And I hope that, I don't know, I just hope that she doesn't feel this way forever. It, it fucking sucks, sucks. that like so many people have been able to enjoy her body and she's not one of them. No, I know. And, and but nobody is immune to aging and feeling like, oh, like maybe I'm not as hot as I used to be. Like she, like who's the sex? But I don't even think it's an aging thing. She said she's never like she's the, over never. the course of her entire career, all the Megan Foxes that we've seen, Jennifer's body, Megan Fox, she did not like that body. Like, it's just, yeah, it sucks that it can come for anyone. It can come for anyone. Like, who who would you say is a sex symbol now? Sydney Sweeney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, th- I kind of think the same thing. You know, everybody's always like, oh, she's so hot. Oh, look at her boobs, whatever. Like, yeah, that's great. But like... We're objectifying this person mm-hmm. to a point where, like, that's all they're ever going to be. Jamie Lee Curtis has been very vocal about this. Like, there was some time that she was saying, like, I'm happy I'm getting accolades for acting because at one point it was just all about my boobs. And, like, you guys ogled oh. me for such a long time. And, like, it's true. That was the first thing that you would hear about Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. was, like, that dance in um, True Lies. True Lies. Yeah. I, I mean... It's one of my very early erotic memories. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down with my dad. I don't know why all of these <laughs> memories involve my dad. Probably because he let me watch R-rated movies before I should have been. Yeah. But yeah, she's doing this dance for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
it's like turning me on and like I'm not even like I don't even consider myself bi but like Yet. in that moment I was you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hate watching sexy things with my dad the first time I ever got like excited about a movie I was watching a Knight's Tale in theaters with him you know what's crazy I've never seen that oh it's so so but good Heath Ledger is yeah. in it right gorgeous and amazing gorgeous and, and flawless yeah and then recently I was watching something that like I knew had something sexy coming up and my dad like walked into the room and I was like, no! I was just like, pause. Like, no, yeah, we're no. not going to watch this together. Wait, you <laughs> openly said to him, we're not going to watch this. together." No, I just paused it. Okay. And then I waited for him to leave. Yeah. Well, because so, you know choice. how dads walk into your room and then they'll just stand there and watch your TV with them. They walk in at yeah. the least opportune times. Yeah. I told this story before. You know, but you all adults that live with your dad still. <laughs> Just to be clear, I don't live with my dad, but he was there and um, I was watching Titanic and it was the scene where Leo draws Kate Winslet like one of his French girls and he walks in and he's like, am I making you uncomfortable? Like, are, are you uncomfortable? Yeah, get out. And I was like, no. But on the inside, I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if he walks in. And he's like, am I making you uncomfortable? Like, why, why are, are you, you not, not uncomfortable? uncomfortable? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I still think about it to this day. Like, I'm sorry. I'm laying there mm -hmm. trying to enjoy the Titanic mm -hmm. by my damn self. Why did you come in during the sauciest scene and stay through the car scene, through the hand on the fog on the window? It's like he didn't want me to jerk off. <laughs> and I would like dads to have more shame about watching shows with us. Like, just get out and, like, nobody be ashamed of your own body, but definitely you should be ashamed of wanting to watch yeah, stuff with me. Yeah, be a little ashamed. Should we do a last licks? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the other day, we were recording here. Yeah. And we got these little avocado stress balls from Rosa Mexicano. And I was squeezing it the whole time and just having a wonderful time. And then afterwards, I was going to get lunch. And lo and behold, who's there? Rosa Mexicano. <gasps> and I was like, you know what? That little avocado was good to me. I'm going to go there. And I had, they have um, a flight of guac. So it's like three different types of guac that you can get with chips. Go on. Yeah. What flavors? Pineapple. Okay. Bacon and cotija. Interesting. And then classic crab salad. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. On top of avocado, on top of guac. Oh, so, all so they have their guacs, standard guac. Yes. And then special toppings. artisanal. Yes. Toppings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how was it? Amazing. Which was your favorite? I don't have one because I liked going between all of them and then kind of like mixing them and stuff. It Delish. was so fucking fun. Is that all you got? Just guac? No, we also got a brisket enchilada. Okay. How did you know enchiladas are my favorite thing? At I a didn't. Mexican I just love them. They're me too. <laughs> They're so good. I I take them over anything. Mm -hmm. And Rosa Mexicano is a re it's it's for those who don't know, it's a really um good Mexican restaurant in New York City. I don't think I'd ever been there. You had never been there? So I don't think so. My parents actually have been making the uh, guacamole from there for mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. because 
the legend has it they went on a like one of their early dates mm -hmm. there and they loved the guacamole so much that they asked the waiter for the recipe. Mm -hmm. Well, now they can get they can make the recipe and add the flights. Yes. And now also you can just look up the recipe like they have a cookbook. Mm. Look up the rose. It, it is really good guacamole. I love Rosa Mexicano. I, I'm going to go a little lowbrow. OK. But keep it in the Mexican vein. I went to Chipotle today mm -hmm. and they have a new chicken and it's al pastor chicken. Ooh. And al pastor is my favorite. Why? Type. Because it's like it's like saucy and then it's got a little pineapple it's mm -hmm. sweet it's savory mm -hmm. it's smoky um and if i go to a taco place i always get al pastor tacos i just don't even bother with any other kind usually but usually it's pork mm. so at chipotle now they have a chicken al pastor and it's the same it's chicken that's been treated the same way as the pork mm -hmm. and it's really fucking good, you guys. Do you get it in a burrito or? I got it in a bowl, bowl? and uh, this is what I do. I get I get a scoop of brown rice because I don't. They always give you way too much rice, mm. and I can never finish it. So I just ask for one scoop. And I used to do the white rice, but then I tried the brown one day, and I loved it. <laughs> it's so superior to any other brown rice I've ever had. I don't know what they're cooking it in. Okay. I don't know if it's cilantro i don't know if it's special oil is it but the texture of it or it's the flavor it's everything about okay. it I, I i really like chipotle's brown rice so i do one scoop of brown and then i do the al pastor chicken mm -hmm. and then i do sauteed veggies shredded lettuce green salsa corn and a scoop of guac nice and it's really fucking good sounds good guys that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.